in his pockets, he pulls out a stethoscope and listens intently to the pipe. His brow furrows at the sound of a distant, faint, pumping heartbeat. Jamie and Victoria crowd closer to the doctor. I can hear it too. Yes. It's probably only throbbing from a pump, you know. Doctor, please hurry up. I don't like this place. It's so quiet. I feel as if we're being watched. All right, Victoria. The doctor and his companions are being watched. A small monitor screen displays an image relayed from the telescopic sight of a high-powered, remote-controlled rifle positioned high on the cliff. The image moves, and the crosshair target settles on the doctor. A shot catches the doctor in the shoulder, and he crumples to the sand. Victoria and Jamie rush to the doctor's side. The weapon recites and then fires twice in quick succession. Sometime later, Victoria opens her eyes. She finds herself lying on the floor of a brightly lit room, with two armed guards standing over her. When she tries to sit up, she finds her limbs heavy and unresponsive. A low groan at her side tells us she's not alone. Doctor. Uh, uh, Doctor. Uh, 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 Victoria. Uh, Jamie, you there? Oh, I think uh, so. Uh, I can't move my legs. What happened? What do you want? Would someone kindly tell us where we are, please? Why don't you answer? Come on, where are we? What have they done? I can't move. I think we've been we've been tranquilized, Victoria. Eh? Tranquilized. Who do they think they are? You should be asking the questions. I shall expect quite a lot of answers. Look, what is this place? You mean you don't know? Oh, if I could only just get up. I shouldn't try if I were you. You know, in this position, it's just, just a little difficult to communicate. Shall we give them some U4, sir? Eh? Hey. Yes, do that. U4? Oh, I no. think it's all right. I think it's the antidote. Anyway, there's it's nothing all right. we can do about it, you know. Oh. 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 Yes, that's better. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, yes. Oh. You were on the beach by the pipeline in a restricted area. Now, why? We were lost, that's all. You were tampering with the emergency release valve remote control. You're a saboteur. If not, it's a doctor. I can assure you, I was only being curious. I don't really see how they could have had anything to well, do with it. Well, I want your opinion, impression. Harris. I'll ask for it. Meantime, lock them up in one of the cabins. I'll interrogate them later. And you lot, get back some work. Is he always as charming as that? We're summing an emergency on at the moment. You see, we've just lost contact with one of our rigs at sea. You mean communications have broken down? No, that's what's curious about it. As far as we can tell, our video link is functioning normally. The crew just aren't answering. You can't blame us for that, surely. There's also been a drop in pressure in the feed lines from the rigs. Uh, you were seen tampering with a release valve on the pipeline. I told you I was merely being curious. Were you? Are you calling us liars? Oh, no, but... 
you must admit your sudden appearance here inside our restricted area is suspicious. That's no reason to shoot us down like animals. Maybe not, but we were under a security alert, and Mr. Robson's, well, under considerable pressure himself. Uh, I'm sorry, but I shall have to do as he says and knock you up. Would you uh, follow me? Harris leads the way. Encouraged by two armed guards, the travellers follow him. Behind them, on a control panel, a warning light starts to glow. Elsewhere, Harris's wife, Maggie, finds her route barred when she tries to leave the refinery compound. May I see your pass, please, madam? Pass? I have instructions that no one is to leave or enter the compound without a written pass from Chief Robson. Not until after the emergency. But you know who I am. My husband is second in command to Chief Robson. Yes, Mrs. Harris, I... Then let me pass. Please. Sorry, madam. I think you should return to the residential block. The doctor and his companions are escorted to a tiny bunk room. The doctor still trying to persuade Harris to let them go. I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do to help you until you tell us what you were doing with that release valve on the pipeline. It wasn't the valve I was interested in. Oh, I heard a movement coming from inside the pipes. A movement? Oh, it's all right, you can go. Yes, movement. Don't ask me what it was. Well, I'm not quite sure what you're trying to suggest, but... I can assure you marine life couldn't possibly get inside the pipeline tube. It would never get past the drilling pumps. Yeah, that's a maybe. But there was something inside that tube because I had it too. And so did I. But if the pressure is down in the pipes, perhaps that's the reason why. Perhaps marine life has got into the pipes. Oh, it's impossible. We spent years of time, money and research into perfecting our emergency systems. Or perhaps there's a fracture in the pipes, a, a break, and uh, something's got in that way. Oh, I doubt it. Uh, Mr. Harris, I don't wish to uh, uh, appear interfering, but don't you think it would be a good idea to turn off the gas, at least until you've had a chance to check? Oh, Chief Robson would never agree to that. Why not? Well, he doesn't believe in working to the book. He prides himself that the flow has never been shut off ever since he took charge. He sounds a very silly man. Mm, but he appears to be right about one thing. Oh. You seem to know quite a lot about our business. In the control hall, technician Price summons Robson to the communication station. Chief, yes. we've regained contact with Rig D. Come in, Rig D. Come in, please. Rig D, can you hear me, please? Yes, feed HQ. I can hear you. Tony, what the dickens is going on out there? Everything's quite all right, Mr. Robson. What? You have the situation under control. Will you speak up, man? I can't hear a word you're saying. Don't but worry. Are we lose you, Bobby. No, I don't understand it. Uh, will you speak a little louder, Mr. Carney? Everything is under Carney! What happened to the emergency crew we sent you? Have they arrived yet? Yes. Yes. But they must stay here for the time. Do what? We've had a slight accident. Two men out of action. Now listen, Carney. You get that rig fixed, A1, and quick. But it will take some time. What? What did you say? What's wrong with this thing? I don't know, sir. It must be there, and he seems to be whispering. Everything's under control. Carney, speak up, man! Everything's under control. Carney! Everything's under control. Carney! I think we've lost contact again, sir. Well, fix it, man. Stupid Robson turns away in disgust. As Harris enters... Price is getting too old for his job. Mr. Robson, I think we should turn off the gas flow coming in from the rigs and make a check. 
You think what, Mr. Harris? Well, that doctor chap, the stranger, he said he heard a movement coming from inside the pipeline on the beach. Oh, did he now? Did he say what he thought it was? Mice? Chief, she's down a further three. Pressure's just on 157. 157? Are you sure? Yes, sir. That means the gas flow pressure is down at the rate of 3% every... 20 minutes. Doesn't this prove that something must be blocking the pipeline? It proves nothing of the sort. It's probably a faulty gauge, that's all. Check it. Look, at least give us the benefit of the doubt. When you want to find out about pipelines and rigs, Mr. Harris, the thing to do is to go out to sea and work on them. Look, I'm merely saying that if something has got into the tube, then we you should You let me worry about that. But, Mr. Robson, please listen. Look, this ties up with what I've been trying to tell you. For three weeks now, there's been a regular and increasing build-up and fall in pressure. Look, I think you should at least look at my calculations. The briefcase lies open on a desk to one side. ...correspond to form a definite progressive pattern. So, I'll get them. What are you trying to prove, Harris? That I don't know my job? No, sir, just that I do know mine. It's your decision whether or not you take notice of my work, but I must put it on record that I have... A white, gloved hand removes some papers from the case. Boy, I've eaten upstarts like you for breakfast. You think you can baffle me with the little bits of paper, don't you? All right, you go ahead and get them, and I'll show you where you've gone wrong. Harris goes to collect the file. Did you make a thorough check? Yes, I checked it. It seems it's to be gone. working properly. Doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it. It's gone. The file's gone. Well, well, well. Has it now? I'm sure I put it in here this morning. I must have left the file in my desk at home. I'll go home. And you get... won't. You'll stay here. I'm not doing your job as well as my own. What's the matter, sir? you scared that I might prove you wrong? No, you go ahead. But you better have something more than a high-flown theory, because if you haven't, I'm going to take you and chop you up in little pieces and throw you back to your crummy little university. All right? <laughs>